Hey guys, before I do the usual stuff, I just wanted to highlight that this episode in which my dear friend Molly and I, we uh, we discuss filmmaking, particularly in Michigan, so I think a lot of you listening will really enjoy this. We talk a lot about my three short films in this one. Uh, they are my directorial debut, Best Day Ever, which is co-written and co-produced and stars Molly, and that can be found on YouTube, I'll link it in the show notes as well. My second short, Ice Cream, is still running through the festivals, but I'm thinking it'll be readily available online sometime next year. And my third short film, Spider, which a lot of you listeners may remember from the Indiegogo campaign we did over this past summer, that film is currently still in post-production. In fact, we just had a scoring session the night before I'm recording this intro. So... If you have any interest in filmmaking or if you're curious about the films that I've made, I think you'll really, really like this episode. And a little bit unrelated, I think you'll really like Fangoria, one of the premier brands in horror. Fangoria has been delivering quality magazines since 1979. In each collectible issue, it features exclusive articles about your favorite monsters as well as up-and-coming terrors. Be sure to check out the Fangoria store website for subscriptions and a bunch of cool merch. And while you're there, use promo code WouldYouDieShow for 20% off your entire order. That's right, 20% off your entire order. Applies to subscription and one-time orders. Applies to the first subscription order only. Now, let's talk about making short films. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Have you ever felt a knife cut through human flesh and scrape the bone? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Be my victim. You are all my children now. Hello, my name is Austin Torres, and welcome to the Would You Die podcast, the show where we talk about our favorite horror monsters and villains. Today, I'm joined by an amazingly talented individual. She acts, she sings, she writes, she directs, she produces, she plays a multitude of musical instruments. I actually only know that you play in two. I just imagine you play more than two. She's a podcaster, a stand-up comedian. Honestly, it's probably easier to list things she doesn't do. This is uh, I talk about my dear friend, Molly Gibson. What up? Thank you for that intro. Wow, I'm like my ego is like so boosted right now. <laughs> I'm happy because it's it's designed to boost the ego, but also there were no lies. You do it all. Yeah, I mean, there weren't any lies particularly. I don't do all like I don't do fire breathing. Yeah, you know, but not yet. Exactly. Not yet. The right role comes around. I think I think there'll be a new skill in your toolbox. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. So everyone who listens, y'all know this is a horror movie podcast, but we're switching things up today. Because we're talking about what it's like to make a horror movie. And Molly yeah. here has been in a couple, right? A couple. A couple. Uh, thriller, thrillers and horrors. Yeah. So what I want to, where I want to start is as an actor, I imagine you want to do it all. You don't want to be in just comedies and just horror movies and just romances or whatever. When a horror movie comes around, what makes you decide yes or no? Like, I want to be part of this movie. Ooh, good question. I mean, a good script that hopefully is not like a really canned, seen it a million times horror movie, you know? Like, 
you know, oh, I can't even get too specific because I have a lot of friends who <laughs> make these. But like, <laughs> you know, like, oh no, we went to the woods and oh, suddenly there's a killer. Like, I think we've done that enough times to like, yeah. so I'm personally a little bit bored if I'm the actor in that. But that's not to say I won't do it. But I like to, I like to do stuff that pushes boundaries a little more. And I literally have done those films, so not knocking them. But I guess if I'm looking like now at this stage, I'm looking for something that makes it well. First of all, I love actually to act in horror because I just don't <laughs> I get freaked out a little easily. Um, and and usually it means you're covered in like fake blood or like something or other. Like it's not like the most luxurious like situation. <laughs> but I will definitely do it for a number of reasons. So I would say it's a really good script. If there is like a director or another, some cast that I want to work with, there could be a number of reasons. But um, you know, at this stage in any actor's career, you're not exactly turning work down. Yeah, so that's fair. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's very fair. You've been in a few so far. In case listeners yeah. don't know, I'm a filmmaker when I'm not podcasting. And my very first film, Molly co-produced she co-wrote on let's be real you produced it and, and you let and we put produced by molly and, and austin but really you were the one leading the charge on that. and you know what after that never wanted to produce again i'm not gonna lie it was hard it's so hard i really respect producers like it's a hard it's a lot it's so all-encompassing yeah but we did it we did yeah on a on a zero budget and a one-day shoot with a with like very limited to no resources. And I think it came out pretty good. So it's called best day ever. And it really is like one of the best days I've ever had, which is, mm -hmm. which is really fun. And every shoot I've done so far because of best day ever, I've kind of modeled what we did that day on my other two um, ice cream, which is kind of running the festivals right now. And we could talk about ice cream a little bit because it was your idea. Oh yeah. I don't know if you remember we, that. I do. We've bounced a lot of stuff around. That's true. That's true. But I I always give credit where it's due. That was your idea. <laughs> yeah. Did we like do we like write a draft of that together? I feel like you wrote you wrote it on paper. It was a uh, long time ago. I know we brainstormed yeah. some stuff. And I think you put it on paper, if I remember. I, I think that's how it went down because we were because initially it was something that you were going to direct, I think. And yeah, I was going yeah. to still be involved. But I remember we were going back and forth. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this project. So I just went ahead and wrote the first draft because yeah. I, I was like, I want to make sure my name is on this project somehow. And then <laughs> whatever reason, I ended up just taking it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because I didn't want to go back to Michigan. That's fair. That's very I mean, fair. Not, not really, but that's probably one of the reasons. But also, you know, I probably had too much going on over here, but. I also feel like that was your your time to step up and 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 do and take the reins on that too. So I'm happy you did that. And it came. I I'm really pleased with how it came out. I don't want to I don't want to be like patting myself on the back too much, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, it was fun. It came out great. It came out great. <laughs> and then my and that was also a one day shoot. We put a little bit more money into that, and then the one I'm working on right now, it's called Spider. Um, that was also a one day shoot. And I brought back some best day ever alums for it. Um, Love. Who so, we got? so Fred, Fred's worked on all three. He's Love it. shout out Fred. I don't know if you listen to the show, but if you do shout out, um, I love you. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And then uh, I was able to bring Sean on for Spider. Oh, great. For camera? Yeah, he was uh, he was my DP. Love it. And uh, and that was a lot of fun. And because, you know, I when we made Best Day Ever, you were the only person I knew. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Well, we could talk about how we met. Yeah. Ironically, on a horror film. Yes. So our our friend Brent was uh, making a little also one day shoot kind of theme here um yeah. a little thriller based on a true story kind of a thing where it was just me and one other guy acting in it and i think you were pa right? yeah um and that was that the first thing you had worked on i think it was like the third or fourth so brett okay people who listen to this show a lot brett's been out a couple times like brett's a homie and Love him it. and i well we both went to michigan state together we're both horror people he's a couple years older than i so he's kind of like a mentor to me mm-hmm. and shout out brett by the way if you're listening I love you man <laughs> but um he would always kind of because when i graduated from state i had no clue what i was doing so i thought i was going to go off making movies right away and then i just ended up working at a movie theater <laughs> yeah <laughs> But Brett always helped me out. He's like, hey, I'm shooting this or that. You want to be a PA on this? I'm like, boy, do I? And yeah. um, the visitor was one of those projects. Love it. Yeah, that was a fun shoot. So yeah, we I, met on yeah. that. And then I believe mm-hmm. you reached out to me wanting to work on something. Yeah, that that's right. Because I uh, reached a point where I'm like, well, if I'm going to make stuff, I have to actually just make stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what I was doing. You could argue that I still don't, but I know a little bit more than I did then. And I was like, well, I just met this Molly person. She's great. (laughs) She's friendly. I'll just allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly, yeah. I'll just kind of reach out to her, see if uh, she wants to make a movie. And then hopefully her expertise can put us. Yeah. That's like, you know, a good lesson for anyone listening who's trying to get into filmmaking or very on the very front steps of it. Like, you literally do just put yourself out there and one person you meet leads to the next and the next and the next. And like, that was your first, that was your directorial debut from the first person apparently that you reached out to. And it turned out really good. Yeah. I, I still show best day ever to people. Yeah. (laughs) Because uh, it's funny though, every, every short I've made so far. So best day ever. I love best day ever. It's one location four people. It's about eight minutes. Ice cream, one location, Two people, it's six and a half minutes. Spider is one person, one location, and it's going to be about six, six and a half minutes. And so for I, those listeners, this is a pretty common theme you'll see with Michigan looking. Yeah. People are on a tight budget over there. And yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you got to get it done because you can't be stretching out like a week, a week in, and people are, you know, they have day jobs. So it, it's right. very crafty, guerrilla filmmaking at that stage. But that's how you know someone's talented if they can make something good with that limited limited of resources and time. And I've been able to pull pull off some more high concept stuff because best they ever taught me how to work with no budget. So on ice cream, our mutual friend Katrina, she's a producer on ice cream. I don't I'll never know how she was able to find that creepy, that creepy ass ice cream truck. Yeah, she's she an awesome person. By the way, Katrina is on 
my podcast. We have a podcast together, me, Katrina, and Rachel. So the podcastception right now is just going fully yeah. around. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to give you a lot of time to plug that podcast later, but just so I don't forget, I love that podcast. I'm not just saying it because you're on my show and you're my friend. Oh my God, so I fine. legitimately love that podcast. I um When it's on, I listen to every episode as soon as it comes out. That is so nice. Thank you. And um, but yeah, Katrina's awesome. And then on and then on Spider, I'm like, man, I only have one cast member. Then I realized we're using uh fucking puppets and like gore effects. So I'm like, oh yeah, that's where the money's going. We're good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I want to kind of ask you from your point of view, the creation of best day ever. Like from the point where it's like, oh, that one kid reached out. Okay, let's make a movie. <laughs> Yeah, um, pretty much that's how it went. <laughs> I mean, the, again, like that's especially in like the Midwest, that's how you do stuff. And like most, yeah. a lot of what I booked was just personal. Like I, the visitor that I did with with Brett, I had met him at a mixer, and he just brought me in on that. Like a lot of stuff there is just and and anywhere, it's just people networking and who you know and working on things over and over with people. So yeah, you reached out to me, and I was like, sure, let's do it. <laughs> Like, um, I think you had phrased it as like, I want it to be something that you'll equally get something out of. And like, if you have some ideas you want to work on, and that was a great way to, of, of going about it. Because I was like, oh, actually, yes, because I need this kind of stuff for my reel. So we could write this character and put it in the world that you want to make it. So it worked out very well. And it was a fun collaborative process. Yeah. And I think we found that our senses, senses of humor were pretty similar. Mm -hmm. So I think that helped a lot. Because best day ever, I think um, I always call it a horror comedy when I describe it to people, because I think it's a comedy that's wearing like a little horror coat. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't think um, it's like half horror, half comedy. I think it's all comedy with the yeah, with the aesthetic. I mean, it's like a it's a satirical yeah, the tip. I think a typical horror yeah. comedy is well. Actually, a lot of them are mostly horror, and then a, it'll break a few times to have jokes. Art right, is, you're right. It's a comedy that's pretending to be a horror until you realize it's not. Right, and it's not like a spoof movie either, because I because I don't think we're yeah. making fun of horror. I don't think we're no. making fun of other movies, but it's one where I'm like, I I really wanted to play with the cinematic language of horror. Mm -hmm. But it's a comedy. We wrote it to be a comedy. And I think you and um, all the other actors, uh, Cameron, like Cameron was so phenomenal in this. I can never get yeah. over how funny he was. <laughs> it was like made for him. It is funny because it, it like it came from our our brains. We because we wrote it together. We would go back and forth on the drafts. And then uh, and then Cameron put in his audition and it was like, oh, my God. We found our Kyle. Yeah, we named the character Kyle. Yeah, and a lot of the funniest moments were from that came from him having free reign to like improv a little bit. And yeah. some of the funniest moments that make me laugh every single time were improvised. Oh yeah, him. me too. I, you had some. You had some good improv too that I that I kept in. Oh thank you. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but it was a fun thing to shoot. And I uh, and I'll be I'll be honest. I I love to say you know. I had a great cast and I, I wanted to let them improv because I knew they could, you know, I'm just like, honestly, 
this is my first directorial like I'm so overwhelmed right now and I'm trying to figure out. So if, if they're improv in, I'm just like, yeah, cool. Cause I have like so many, other, but I had yeah. all my trust. I had all my trust in you guys. How did you go about preparing for your first directing project? Um, I've done a much better job preparing since. Okay. <laughs> I remember, I remember I watched a lot of, well, I knew, I knew going in, it was a comedy. So I watched as much as, of all of your guys' stuff as I could, like oh, your okay. personal stuff. So I knew what your ranges were. Yeah. And then I felt so confident in our script. Oh, the other thing, the other thing, um, if you guys haven't, I'm going to link Best Day Ever to this podcast episode so you guys can watch it. Everyone listening. Must. Yeah. And you guys, you guys got to watch it because there's spoilers in this episode. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, what helped me out as a director was... <laughs> two of you the two of you were tied up for almost the whole movie <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> the blocking was so easy true that's very true we quite literally just could not even move if we wanted to <laughs> and then i was very i was very fortunate that we had sean on because sean kind of helped me sean and um santi because both of them are awesome they kind of helped mm -hmm. me get through the terminology and the lingo. And they're like, hey, we got you. Like, if you stutter or whatever, no worries. We know what, like, because the three of us had a couple meetings beforehand. But yeah, now I shot list. I didn't shot list on best day ever because I'm like, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is how you learn, though. And good, yeah. good people to have learning with because some people would not be as nice about that but that's that's what's nice about you know where, where i'm from and where you are it's just like most people are in it for the love of it and they're pretty pretty nice about stuff like that and yeah. well just midwest yeah. in general not everyone it's a generalization but yeah. it's a little more forgiving <laughs> over there to like gain your bearings and like learn as you go there than it is in other places yeah because if i were to be like in la i would probably like lost my crew right then and there <laughs> i mean but it's it's similar like I, I don't know a lot of people here if they're just starting out they're fresh out of like ucla or usc so it's like they have some whereas i don't know like in michigan i think a lot of it is is learning as you go which i'm kind of partial to is for anything is learn as you go instead of sitting down and trying to like read about it you know so yeah it is about being surrounded by like the right people while you do that and i also directed my own film a year or two before i met you and it was the same thing i had sean was my dp and i had fred yeah. as my sound guy and it was very much i was like um i'm really depending on whoever I've, everybody that i've staffed here to be really good <laughs> and cast because yeah. i don't really know what i'm doing and i'm figuring out as i go well i think that's a big part of being uh when you're an indie director you're kind of producing at the same time if you surround yourself with a good crew you're gonna make something good i yeah. sincerely believe that it's your job to feed them and treat them well mm-hmm so if you have a good crew and what you made is bad, I think that's on the director. Mm. So didn't we have a taco bar on best day ever? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no pizza party here. Apparently that's unheard of because whenever I tell that story uh, to people I meet, like they do their own films or just like, you had a what now? <laughs> yeah, well, that's because my we shot on my sister's house in her basement and so she made us dinner and lunch <laughs> so 
a slightly nicer lunch than usually provided. And that uh, and I think that really helped. But yeah, that was a that was a really fun day. Your friend, um, I forget I forget her name, but she wrote a whole cheer for us. <laughs> oh, Jillian, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She was she was a cheer coach or is a cheer coach. And I was like, I don't know if I can write this with zero experience as a cheerleader. And she whipped that out in five seconds. She's like, how about this? I'm like, that's perfect. And it was in the movie. And then I think it was Cameron's idea because he's supposed to sing the cheer along with you while you're oh like my distracting gosh, that was him. So funny. I think oh, it, was, it was his friend. idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was his idea to uh, that he didn't know all the words, but he's the one making you do the chant. <laughs> I can picture it in my head. God, that was so funny. And I just he got every uh, third word. He's like, we like to cheer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just cracked me up so bad. He had a lot of great ideas. I'm I'm gonna pat myself on the back as a first time director because when when you guys were improving, you guys would always be like, hey, how does this work? How it how is you know. And mm -hmm. I'd have to say about myself, I did a pretty good job picking what you guys did and be like, keep that. Because mm, nice. I think that is a yeah. skill. Yeah, definitely. You can, it can fall apart in editing, definitely. Yeah, and I remember we had some issues with the edit, but that was still kind of during COVID time. So everything, we were doing everything remote and then life just kind of happened for everyone. So it took a couple yeah. months, but... um. Yeah, we released it. It was fun. <laughs> Got some festivals. Yeah. And then it led and it helped lead me straight into my next one. Yeah, that's great. Because uh, like I said earlier, you had the idea for a ice cream truck stalking someone. And then we kind of yeah. <laughs> went back and forth and it went way way out of left field went way out of pocket but i think that's what makes uh that's what gives that film its charm is it kind of yeah. goes what the fuck <laughs> well and that's what's i think good for any film is having something unexpected yeah whether it's comedy comedy or drama i mean part a huge part of comedy is the unexpected next line or next beat or whatever and same with drama like like i said like if the horror movie is like oh no they're going camping and there's a slasher like you know the it's different about you know this, well, I don't want to spoil it, but <laughs> what we had, and, um, yeah. which wasn't anything crazy inventive, but it was, you know, slightly unexpected. And I don't think I've seen something quite like that before. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about. It just played at a festival in uh, Bay City, Michigan. And nice. I went up, I went up there to watch it because I haven't because um, I like to go to some of the screenings so I could see how people react. And so far, yeah. I've been to three screenings for ice cream, ice cream. But this was the first one in like a real theater. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those fancy state like converted like it used to be like a real theater. And it was super fancy. Like I expect like it had like art and shit. It was fancy. And there <laughs> were like curtains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and at that point, I had just seen it on like oh, an, uh, a hotel room projector. Oh, with the gotcha, sound gotcha. bar like gets into a lot of those festivals which is fine because those are all horror fans but this yeah. was like a legit film festival in a theater mm -hmm. how was it received we came right after a really well acted pretty hard punching drama so okay. it kind of put 
people in like that headspace. And then here comes my quirky, silly horror movie, which is like the exact opposite. And um, in the big in the big uh, moment, the big twist at the end, which I don't want to spoil because it's not on it's not on YouTube yet. It's not read, readily available because it's still it's still making festivals. So I'm letting it kind of kind of do that. But uh, when it had, hits the big moment, people are like, oh, and that's how I knew I did good. And there were like and I could feel like well, when the title card came up, people chuckled. I'm like, OK, cool. Because mm-hmm. like Fred, uh, Fred edited Ice Cream in addition to doing the sound on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, we chose a font which had like little ice cream on top of the words, but we made it red. So it's like blood. <laughs> yeah. And people chuckled yeah. at that. I'm like, OK, cool. You guys you guys are going to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the joke. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, and I was very pleased because I. With a weird horror movie, you never know how it's going to be received because not everyone likes horror. Right. But people seem to they were vocal. They were reactive. And I think for a horror movie, that's good. And we were second to last. So I was like, hmm. yeah, I think that's a good a good slot because people remember. Mm-hmm. And then using the momentum I had from ice cream, I just kind of jumped straight into spider without really thinking about it and then i was fortunate fortunate to have a very successful uh, indiegogo campaign and i uh and now i'm finishing that up but i'm already thinking what's next (laughs) what am i doing yeah that's what you gotta do so we talked about best day ever a bunch because it was the best day ever and we talked about the visitor because i think the visitor um did pretty well yeah yeah that, that actually got put on alter the yeah that horror part. yeah and that's a i think that's a, a great accomplishment so congrats on that um well, what are you. some of the other horror projects that you've done um i've done one that shall not be named okay <laughs> in michigan <laughs> um because it was just a shit show but um did that i did visitor i did best day ever i think it's the three main ones that i've done so far and like i said like i don't usually gravitate towards horror but if there's right. a inter- interesting hook in it like for example ours we made it a comedy yeah. and um, and we made it a character that i wanted to do <laughs> then that's a fun thing to play around in. it's funny it's funny because when we were first talking about it we both knew we wanted to do a comedy and i was starting the um because before i started this podcast would you die was a youtube show so i had been doing that for a bit and I think you knew I was into horror at the time. And you were like, yeah, um, or I don't remember how it came about, but you're like, yeah, horror is not really my thing. So and we went through a couple different different scenarios because we knew we wanted it to be an awkward comedy. I remember that. And then at some point we picked we picked the uh, uh, creep who wants to relive high school kidnaps his uh, <laughs> his uh, yeah. the, the popular kids. And I'm just like this is a horror movie. Let's lean into it. I think it makes it funnier. And you're like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think we started with the concept of if I was this annoying character, well, I shouldn't judge it. If I was this character that I played, um, this kind of like uptight influencer girl, and I was kidnapped, how how annoying could I be to get myself released? I think that was our original concept. Like something along those lines. Um, And then it turned into... What it turned into. I love the final project uh product. I think I think uh 
Well, I mean, it's my first one, so I'm always going to have a special place in my heart for it. I do think it's funny. I put the red mask all over the poster and like the promo stuff, and it's in the movie for 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, not great. But Cameron couldn't have been masked up that whole time. He was just too good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was great. And I feel I feel bad because we haven't mentioned um, Omar at all. And I think he had the hardest role because he had to be the straight man. Well, (laughs) you got to be this super vibrant, super funny character. Cameron's chewing the scenery. And and Omar had to hold everything that he had to ground everything. And that's hard. Totally. Yeah, it's not not typically as fun as getting to act the crazy one. (laughs) But if uh, but if he doesn't do his job, then I don't think audiences react as well to your character or to or to um, Cameron. I don't remember what we named your character. Jessica. That's right. I'm I'm happy you remembered that. That was a couple years ago. I know. Yeah. Well, we all. I also helped write it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, what's my excuse? It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a bad friend, but uh, <laughs> but no, I think you know. I'm gonna pat ourselves on the back. I think we did a good job. For I think so. Was that the first time you produced a movie, or was Figment? No. Figment. Your... Yeah. Okay. That was my first film, so I produced, wrote, and directed. So I want I do want to talk about Figment. I I don't care. Like I know it's a it's not a horror movie, but I don't care. It's my show. We do what I want. Okay. How did Figment come to be? Figment was so my friend Jillian and I were like having coffee one day, having like a little writing session. Kind of like I forgot what the original purpose was, but we were trying to brainstorm something. Oh, you know what it was? We were gonna write ourselves a demo reel scene. Well, I was gonna write, we were gonna write one for her, for her reel. And then we started brainstorming and then I got into like an ADD storm and I'm like, oh my God, wait, how about this? How about this? How about this? And I'm like, wait, this is not just a real, this is actually a whole film. And she's like, she looks at me and she's like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, no, so we're actually going to make a short film is what we're going to do. And she's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, it just, the idea became something that was too much to just throw away on a little one-off scene. So the whole, um, the whole film takes place really in the span of like five seconds but I'm not, that's all i'm gonna say because it, it'll give too much away but um yeah so we wrote it for jillian to use for her demo reel because she loves doing like romantic drama and comedy like a lot of romance lead leading lady roles and so we wrote that with that in mind and <laughs> the way we did it was pretty smart i think actually because she wanted a bunch of different uh emotions to hit and different kinds of scenes and we got to hit all of them within five minutes. And it was so fun. We filmed it over two days, I believe. And it was very rogue and gorilla and like, all right, we're going to run through a field now. Sorry about the mosquitoes. Like, okay, can you frolic? <laughs> can you but, like, um, but yeah, Sean did a great job, especially because he was doing all the camera stuff. And I mean, it really is about the crew. Because I'm like, okay, we're in a parking lot with like horrible lighting and we have our limited equipment. So it's like, how can we make it look like they're at a drive-in movie theater? And they did it. It looked great. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm yeah. going to shout out Sean again because he's the best on Spider, which it's not even done yet. So pe- there's no hope of people seeing it when this episode comes out. Um, but we did some POV shots from the Spider's POV. Um, oh. That was really sad. But the way we made it work was Sean slapped an iPhone onto one of his C-stands 
and he would like kind of like hang like position it by the ceiling and then kind of crawl it or if i needed it to run he would move it fast and, oh yeah and uh and sean's a genius so he's great shout out sean snyder sean snyder a, yeah an amazing man <laughs> <laughs> i know you do all of the things do you if okay so i know i know horror is not your thing i asked if you if you would you know pick up horror scripts to act and stuff and you know a gig's a gig mm -hmm. would you direct a horror film if the right script came up okay i should rephrase it do you think there's like you would direct a horror film i think i would direct uh an episode of horror tv okay i don't know if i would have the band but the wherewithal to do a whole feature film with limited knowledge of the genre in directing but i think ultimately i would love to eventually in my career be one of those actors who at some point steps into directing the rogue tv episode here and there and so yeah. that i'd be down for that i'd be interested in cool because i think because i've seen figment and i know you're a good director i know you're a good filmmaker oh thank you <laughs> so obviously I'm your friend, so I'll watch anything you do. But I am anxiously awaiting your next directorial effort. Oh, yeah. I haven't even thought about it in a, a while, to be honest. Like, I put a lot of my energy into the podcast and then just all my others and stand up and music. And yeah. there's a lot, a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know you do a lot of stuff. Um, and podcasting's hard. It's like deceptively yeah, it's hard. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Do you edit your podcast? So one of the girls on, on our show, Rachel, she edits. And then I edit all the social media clips and do that. Okay. The social media stuff is really hard. I, yeah. I've i been doing this for over a year and a half. And I just now figured out how to make little things, little snippets to put on uh, TikTok and Instagram Reels. Well, it's hard, <laughs> too, if you're not doing video, for sure. Yeah. And I don't have a space I want filmed yet. So these will be audio <laughs> uh for the foreseeable yeah. <laughs> future <laughs> yeah people don't need to know i record in my bedroom as i say on a public podcast <laughs> yeah but um but yeah podcasting's it's a lot of work i love your podcast by the way can you talk about it uh, plug it to the people listening yes. oh my god thank you yeah it's called confessions of a millennial drama queen based on the wonderful Lindsay Lohan movie. And um, yeah, it's me and my friend, Rachel and Katrina, uh, who also happened to be from Michigan, um, although we all met here. And every week we talk about a movie from the 90s or early 2000s that um, invokes nostalgia of some kind. And we have a lot of fun little segments. We have very fun guests, especially coming up. We have like, some exciting people coming on. And um, yeah, it's, it's a fun time. Like we... Our show is kind of like, it kind of just revolves around our personalities and like our banter. So it's almost less about whatever movie we're talking about. <laughs> and it's more for, format for us to just kind of like banter over. And it's, it's had a really, really nice reception so far for as new as it is. But I have big plans for it. That's awesome. I hope it keeps going. One day, one day we'll have a true uh, collaboration uh, yes. between our podcasts. But I'm I'm just happy that I finally got you on this one. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're a busy bee. Yes, I am. Lots to be done. So, ah, uh, thank you so much. 
This has been a pleasure. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. I almost forgot. Where can people find you? <laughs> oh, I forgot too. Um, I'm on Instagram at the Molly Gibson, TikTok at Prime Gib. And check out the podcast, honestly, Millennial Drama Queen Pod everywhere. And we do, you know, fun extra stuff, especially on TikTok. I, I do some fun extra stuff on socials, but everywhere. Follow us on Instagram. And then soon we're going to have Patreon. We're going to have merch. We're going to be taking requests for guests and questions. And it's going to be a fun time. So follow us there. Check me out on Instagram. And yeah, thank you. All righty. This has been awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Thanks again to Molly for coming on the show and talking about making short films, reminiscing on best day ever, and for giving me my first real shot at filmmaking, which I am still currently doing. So thank you for that a reminder i just became an affiliate for fangoria one of the premier brands in horror i definitely recommend checking out their magazine and even subscribing and if you decide to do that don't forget to use the promo code would you die show for 20 percent off your entire order you can find the show's social media on twitter facebook and instagram at would you die show also now you can follow me on tiktok at would you die podcast you can find the Would You Die YouTube show on the Three Wise Men Media YouTube channel, where you can also find professional wrestling, trailer reviews, and much, much more. The music you hear in the beginning and end of each episode is composed by my friend, Josie Palmer. Next week, we're talking about a film made by one of my favorite filmmakers, the magnificent Guillermo del Toro. Until next time, I'm Austin Torres. Try not to die.